0: Thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the Mind Wealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about all kinds of things. As I previously talked about the use of AI because psychology is such a booming field that they are trying to help mitigate the growth while the use of trained personnel starts to catch up, let's talk a bit about what you can do with a psychology degree and what other avenues mental health professionals are being used in. The rise of psychologists has been in full swing since the pandemic, as mental health becomes more and more unstigmatized and we take on more and more stresses with the same amount of tools we had prior, the need for help abounds. It turns out, however, that psychology can be used in a multitude of platforms, not just mental health. First off, you can use your psych degree to help promote equity in a lot of different circumstances. EDI, or Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion, has been on the rise since the 1960s but at a time it was called DEI, just a rearrangement of the letters. The change from DEI to EDI happened around 2020, when people promoting the programs realized the primary focus should be on equity instead of diversity. But what does an EDI person do? Well, basically, they're in charge of the way the office team works, together promoting cohesion through personalities, team interaction, and office politics. They help to ensure fair treatment for all employees and help to eliminate prejudice and discrimination in the workplace. Psychology degrees can get you in the door to changing politics and policies. You may be thinking, how do I change aspects of people's lives? How do I help to create that change? And the answer often lies in one of psychology's most basic skills, active listening. Most of the time, people are speaking out because they want to feel heard. So using our active listening skills Is the tool to get you in the door to help solve the problems that are being presented. They fill roles in Congress and as ambassadors with their intelligence and rapport cultivated through years of psychological training. You'll find psychology and technology. While this may not seem like a likely pairing, it's a lot more effective than at first glance. Companies like Microsoft, Facebook, and Google have all hired psychologists to exist on multidisciplinary teams. But now smaller companies are looking to hire as well. Why? Because the rise of mental health startups since 2020 alone has seen $1.5 billion invested into this field. Entertainment and sports are other fields where psychology can shine, from documentary films that have become even more popular, to showing more realistic views of mental health issues on nighttime TV programs, to counseling the actors on site for more troublesome roles, to sports psychologists. Psychology is deeply ingrained in a lot of the performing arts in a lot of different capacities. Sports psychology is actually one of the ways to create the best mental resiliency. This is something a lot of younger athletes are now needing as the increased pressures of grades and performance pile through unreasonable standards. They are looking into ways to have more proactive training because there's just so many of them going into crisis that it's getting impossible to keep up with the demand. Let's not forget the other areas where psychology degrees are already being used, in places like marketing, education, business, and healthcare. While these are all more traditional alternatives to working in counseling setting, there are a lot of options out there. I like to think of psychology degree as a business degree in the sciences. There are a lot of different places that you could use it, and a lot of different ways in which it could be woven into the fabrics of already created structures if you just take a closer look at the inner workings of the job site. To conclude, it's been pretty obvious over the past couple of years the increase in the need for mental health help in the world. And now you know a bit more about how the workforce is using those people non-traditionally, as well as to help increase the usefulness of psychology in everyday society. If you've been thinking about getting your degree in psychology, or you have one and you haven't really thought about all the ways you could be utilizing it, I hope today's episode gave you some insight. And for those of you who are in need of mental health-related services, know that there are a lot of different options out there, more non-traditional ones. You don't necessarily need the traditional ones, like the one-on-one counselor type of situation where you're sitting on a chaise. There are other avenues and groups that you could receive the mental health information that you're searching for from. Always remember to do your due diligence and make sure that you're vetting the sources before going all in on something. I hope that this has helped answer some of your questions about what psychology can do for you, and I look forward to talking more about these types of things in the future. If you have any questions, be sure to reach out to me on Instagram or in our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you there. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. Looking forward to seeing you next week.